Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. So hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Point Safety Show. We are trucking along episode 55. Unbelievable, it's gone so quick, Scouse. As always, I am joined by my co-host, glorious co-host, fresh from a scale and polish at the dentist, is Scouse Andy. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. A bit sore with yeah. our mouth, but you know. Oh, yeah, is yeah. It? Those, t- those teeth are looking <laughs> gleaming, my boy. Gleaming, they are. Gleaming. Are you, you're doing well, though, yeah? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, bit, bit cold, bit, bit cold and flu symptoms, but nah, it is what it is, and it's seasonal. It's always going to be there. But yeah, we're close to Christmas. Not too bad at all. Cannot grumble in any way, shape, or form. Well, yeah, we'll start really with our first segment, which is the news. And to be honest with you, it's been a bye week, so I thought oh, I won't be a lot of news. There's loads. There's loads <laughs> of news. There's always news on the bye week or the off season. It's always us, scouts, isn't it? Always us. Yeah, you know what. Yeah, it's, it's another episode of Therapy Thursday. So, yeah, we'll go from there. So first bit of news, then Montez Sweat made a few comments in the Chicago locker room. Uh, he mentioned that basically at Washington, it was like, I think he actually, his actual quote was, at my previous club, it was like waiting for the season to end, which I think is a little bit of a jab at the coaching staff and at, um, obviously Ron Rivera, Um he did mention that Matt Eberflus as well was calling plays on the defense, and he said he'd never seen that before. You're going to say that, aren't you? If you if you've just been paid by another team, I think this is a little bit of and he's bound to, he's bound to kiss yeah. Eberflus's ass, of course, at the moment, he is. isn't he? You know, he's been given ninety mil, hasn't he? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. So, so <laughs> you can't just got paid a big contract. Yeah, he's not going to oh, say yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. and scrapes and bows and all that. Exactly. Right himself, then, thanks yeah. for that. And by the way, Bomber Viv is a better head coach. You know what I mean? Like he's just <laughs> he's not gonna come out with that, is he? Do you know what I mean? So no, I did um, find it. I mean, honestly though, well, you, he's probably not wrong on what he's saying. He's though. not lying, is he? He's not lying. The guys no? in that locker room know that you know it's gonna change dramatically at the end of the season and that you know everything's gonna change from top to bottom. We've known that for weeks. We we knew going into the season the players, that dude? it was it was highly likely that Ron would be a lame duck coach, and it's turned out that way. And um, playing, playing that way, the team, the, the, the players are. responding the same way, like like Tez mentioned, mm-hmm. the players just wanted the season to end, can't wait type thing. Um, and I think, you know, Te- Tez is um, if to be fair, saying that he's never seen a head coach um, call plays. If he wait, if he stayed a couple more weeks, he'd have seen Ron do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing changed though, has the scouts? That's oh, the that thing. changed. No, but at least he would have seen it, you know, for the first time in his career, you know. Um, I know. But yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, fair play to him. He's got his money. He's got his bag. But uh, yes, leave, leave us out of your mouth now, mate. You know what I mean? You, we've left now. You've left us, so go away. I do. I wish you wish him well. I wish him well. I, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I, think he's, you know? I think he's going to do quite well over there. He is. He's already doing well. He is the guy now. He is the guy now, though, isn't he? That's the thing. So. If you're the guy on the team like the Bears, you can make a name for yourself and be an absolute cult hero. And fair play to Montez, where I really rated him over here. I thought he was, I thought he was very good. But he could have been have used as a person. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All, all and, and that's this, and that's the scheme, isn't it? As well, I, play, I think I blame Dario for most of this problem. Still, so uh, still, yeah. Uh, in other news, with Jamin Davis, uh, Jamin Davis has gone to IR with a shoulder injury. He needs shoulder surgery. Um, the injury was sustained in the Miami game. 
Uh, he is out um, for the season, having an operation next week. So Speedy Gonzalez is off our team and uh, away to IR. Um, he's been replaced by Joshua Pryor. Uh, maybe um, maybe HMP Pentonville will be after him. I don't know. Um, you know, because in the summer we'll find out whether he's going to go to prison or not again. Because that's still Oh, he's on definitely going to be going to prison for a little, probably only time, for like a week or something. A week, <laughs> 10 days yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it'll be. It is what yeah, it is, man. but yeah, um, he could get that exercise in the exercise yard on rehab, can't he? But there you go. Um, <laughs> Joshua Pryor has been called up to the 53 from the practice squad. He's a defensive end. So not sure why you swap a linebacker out for a defensive end, but we were just discussing before we started going here that we only literally have four linebackers left. And that just shows you the neglect for that position that's there. Also, interestingly enough, in Ron's press conference, he did mention linebacker and Jabril Cox was name-checked. And it was also told that, you know, he's probably going to be seeing some action on the field uh, coming forward. I mean, the linebackers out there, we've got Cody Barton, who's god-awful. We've got David Mayo, who has been okay at times, but you just do not want him in pass coverage at all. Uh, And then we've got Kaliki Hudson. Teams are going to scheme for him all day long. And that's what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, once you've got a glaring weakness that someone can spot on you, they are going to, to scheme open or to scheme to your weakness. That's just how it works. That's what good coaches do and good play callers do. Um, so and most teams are better coached than us. So I, I always expect teams to find our weaknesses, our weak spots, and go for, and just take take advantage, which they have done this season. Yeah, and funnily enough, I mean, like we just said about there about the linebacking core, it's been neglected for the best part of well, in, in the entire tenure of Ron Rivera, to be honest. Um, looking at it, I mean, Jamin Davis, we'll discuss him now, I suppose, um, a little bit there because he's gone to IR, obviously going into his final contract year. Uh, the option for the fifth year is on the table. Uh, when we get into next playing year before the season starts, we have to activate whether we're going to take it's that May, fifth year it? option. It, it's, like it is that? May, yeah, it mm. is May. You're right. Um, mid yeah. mid May, I think it is. This is yeah, like it's kind something. of about that. I don't know why it's sticking in my head, <clears throat> but we'll have to make that. But then, obviously, that fifth year becomes fully contract uh, contract and fully you know guaranteed. Uh, I don't know how much it is at the moment. Thirteen point three million dollars. Not for me. No. Not that. Not at that corn. I'm not. I'm not keeping him for his fifth year option on that corn. No. Simple no, as that. He's, he's. Well, it. You know. At the end of the day, it's another Ron Rivera reach, isn't it? And that's where we've seen to have been that's for the, the last problem, you see, couple of years. If he was like a third rounder or a fourth rounder, then you could probably say, well, you know, he wasn't the first round talent. You know, he. You know, he's he's a little bit slow between the ears type thing, and takes a bit of time to get used to the systems and things. Which is, and then you you kind of give him not a pass, but. You kind of go. You don't. You don't hold them to a stringent uh, criteria like you do a first rounder, because um, you expect first rounders to hit the ground running, produce. Oh, absolutely, you know, straight yeah. Away. And unfortunately for Jamin, he hasn't. You know, I mean, this has probably been his best year, and it hasn't even been that good, really. He's been one of our better defenders, but again, it's it's not not no home, no great shakes and no kind of thing to go home and write about. You know, it's um, you know, he's he's been slightly. Well, I'd say he's been average, really. Yeah, I would too. And then you look at someone like JOK in Cleveland, who we had the opportunity to take, you know, two picks prior. You had Hamilton, who you could have took, or you could have gone Hamilton's the other way. And I, yeah, and you could have gone the other way, and I never forgive them for this. We could have had Darasaur. Well, you yeah. know, what are we doing? 
You know, that's an instant. <laughs> it's an instant. Well, I'm not a scout. I'm not a scout. I'm not a draft merchant. We're just two two fans trying to chop it up here. But for me, it was a massive reach. James you've got Davis. to pass the eye test as well. You can't yeah. just go off stats and and uh, Raz scores and. And all the stuff that you see, you know what I mean? But, you, but hold on a minute, Scouts. Well, 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 wait a minute. His family from a military background. <laughs> Doesn't stop him drink driving or this or drug driving, what the hell it is. Exactly, <laughs> Speeding yeah, all the yeah. rest of it. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Doesn't stop him doing that. Well, but for me, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, of course, you know, th- these things are a guide, you know, Raz scores. And because obviously Davis was in like the 9.8 or something, something crazy. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was... Highest Raz score ever for a linebacker. It was crazy. Yeah, it was mad. And the thing is, you think, wow, this guy's athletic. This guy's this and that. But the thing is, you gotta, you've also got to pass the eye test. You've got to see this guy play. And you 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 never seen him play. You played one season at Carolina. Do you know what I mean? I think it was Carolina anyway. Um, Kentucky or Carolina. Kentucky. It was Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. But he wasn't... Um, he, he, he was just decent. In that yeah, he didn't pull up any trees in amazing. college, did he? Yeah, he didn't pull up any trees. Yeah, he, played, so... he played one full season. Not because he just goes other guys are in front of him. Um, so you know, and to go, yeah, this guy's a first round talent. This guy needs to be this and that. No, nah, man, I think it was a big reach, man. I thought it really was. We needed a linebacker, which we, which was fair enough. Ron did actually say we need a linebacker. He just chose. He just chose poorly, unfortunately. Mm. You know. Mm. Uh, in other news, then Danny Johnson uh, has been released uh, yet again from the Commanders. He is on waivers. <laughs> The this could be permanent, this one, though. I, I think, think this one could be permanent. This is the fifth time I think we've released Danny Johnson. Uh, we gave him in March a contract two years of $2.75 million in uh, total guaranteed. I know it's not a lot of money. Jesse was taking the mick out of me on the old WhatsApp group saying, don't get your G-string in a twist because <laughs> of dead cap. And he's probably right. But I do think this is a bit of a strange move um, for me as to why you would decide right now that's the right time to get rid of someone like Danny Johnson. I mean, again, he is not as a corner. He was never pulling up down, you know, he was never pulling up trees, but he did okay. He did okay. And what we have done is we have signed and claimed a guy called Kalu. I hope I'm getting that right. Blue Kelly, who's a cornerback from Green Bay Packers. He was on their practice squad. Prior to that, he'd been with the Seahawks for a couple of months on their practice squad. And he was drafted in this year's draft in the fifth round by the Ravens. And he was cut before week one. Um, so he never even made it out of training. Oh, made so it what's out that tell you camp. about this guy? What's that tell you? Never played a snap. Never played a snap. Never, never played, played a, a snap. Down. Yeah. Obviously, must must struggle with the schemes. Because otherwise, you would, you think if he's got talent, you'd keep him around, at least on the practice squad. And they're not even doing that. These guys have been cutting him. You know, so these are the teams that have, sorry... So it's kind of like, well, and then now all of a sudden it's coming to us as like the last resort. I mean, this what this is what it is, isn't it? We are like the last resort hotel, aren't we? I mean, no. to have four <laughs> te- to have four teams since May. Yeah, so I mean, yes. so what's that tell you about the guy? You know, he, he's either not getting it, or he's not, or they don't like what he's seeing on the field when they do see him on it, though in practice. Yeah, so he's very good. You know, so he's he's six foot, he's one hundred and ninety pounds, and he runs a four five two. So. His draft measurables were an average player. What was interesting, though, is that Washington had reached out to him and had meetings with him um, as part of the draft process. So we do know of this kid. We're obviously on our radar um, at some point, but it's probably a four-week trial. You know, this is what we're going to look at here. He's a young guy, straight out of college. He is a draft pick. I mean, let's be honest, if you get drafted in the NFL, you've got to have some sort of talent about you, or you'd think so. 
but we are uh, we are in the minutiae here. We are splitting hairs between you know what is a a fifth round or a first round as we just talked about Jamin Davis. You know, as I said, we're just two dudes just just chatting shit here on a podcast. But you've got to be at the top of your game to even get considered to play in this game. But we are, and we do criticize, and we do look at it. But it's different level. Or that's what it's that's levels, you guys. It's levels, levels, and. Uh, you know, sometimes you find a gem, you know, in these later rounds. Sometimes some guys just get it or just in the perfect scheme for them to make them shine. It could be there's so many different variables for for all these for, for how successful a a guy that you probably think wouldn't be successful actually is. There's so many different reasons for it as well. You know, it's not just um how good the player is or how quick he is mentally or whatever it is. It's you know, it's about place. Does he feel wanted? You no, know, does he feel loved? All these types of things as well all come into it. It's not just one thing, you know. And if you keep getting cut every week or every other week, like this guy seems to be, you know, he's obviously feeling not not feeling the love at the moment, you know. No, and I mean Danny Johnson going, yeah, I can sort of understand why you do that, but with four games to go, yeah, I'm you might as well sure. have kept them on the at least on the roster and then got rid of them at the end of the season. No? Yeah, because you think dead cap's not going to be much difference anyway. I mean, you're talking yeah, you a couple do. of game checks. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. next to nothing. Um, for me, I mean, I wish Danny Johnson the best. I hope he gets claimed off waivers by a contender, and I hope he can see more of the ball than he probably has done with us. Um, you know, never never let us down when he's when he's there. Yeah, he does. He gets torched occasionally, like all that's corners the, do. That's but that's the problem. If, our, he, never, if he never back. let us down, he wouldn't be caught. No, let's face it. You know, what I mean, but our back end is terrible. As in, like our cornerback and the secondary is awful. So, oh, yeah, you know, if but, but That's if, what you I mean. are... so if you're struggling, so if you're not good in our back end, yeah, you're not yeah. going to be good in somebody else's who's much better because <laughs> you're just not good enough. But again, is <laughs> that like mean? you? Is that like you said? Is it scheme? Is it fit? Yeah, is some it, fit, who, a, a perfect fit. In, and you know, our defense, even prefer, even even the, even you can even mention the offense, it's square pegs round holes. We've said it many, many times, and mm-hmm. this is why good players you think there's we got talent here, we got talent. Yeah, because you see them at college and go, these have got talent. Well, why is that? Well, they're playing in a scheme that suits them better. I obviously, yeah. that's a level. But then you obviously come up to this scheme. You go, what the hell is this? I'm not used to doing this crap. And and then you, they play like shite when they play. I mean, I, I can understand that. You know, it's it's like playing a right back of football, a left back. You know, it's kind of similar, but it's not really the same, is it? And and and. And you do lesser performance, don't you? You just yeah, do well, because uh, uh, we haven't even got into wing backs and full backs yet, have we? But yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying anyway. Yeah, but, but you but see yeah. what I mean? It's just kind I of do, like yeah. it's so, so simple, but a slight change of, of position and role. And the other side of the field even can be even an issue, you know, if you're right footed and you're playing the left side, it can be difficult to play left back as a right foot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. So um, but what I'm trying to say is is that if you're drafting these guys, and you should be drafting these guys that they they do fit your scheme, like 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 a glove, not always a prospect, and you know we can mold him and all this crap. No, no, he's got to be able to go, especially if he's high high draft picks. You know, first three rounds. No, this guy's got to be able to come in and produce near enough straight away and say, yeah, this guy gets the scheme, he knows what it's all about, and quickly because he's used to it already. From like a okay, terminology slightly different, yeah, of course, but in general. They play the same kind of scheme. Is it zone scheme? Is it zone match scheme? Is it man scheme? Is it see me all these different options? There's no point in getting a, a press man corner and playing in coverage. What's the point in that? See what yeah. I mean? Like it's just playing guys in the wrong, the wrong style, the wrong play. And 
know, the guys get burnt because at the end of the day, you're playing against elite, elite receivers and, and good quarterbacks. You know what I mean? These guys are going to find that half a half a yard or that extra yard on you, and you're going to lose. You're going to get burnt. And that's what I couldn't understand with Del Rio with his fucking what he was doing. I just couldn't understand it. That's a new one now. So we've had Scott Turner, which was a pound in the swear jar. And now we've got Del Rio, which will be a pound in the swear jar. You're owe me a lot of money in a few weeks, (laughs) Gals. We might just put it together for the fund for next year for going to DC. But there you (laughs) go. I thought you were to pay it all. Yeah, I was thinking that. Maybe, maybe. Um, In in other news, though, um, we've also had, um, which which does affect us a little bit, and I'll get on to how it kind of affects us anyway, is uh, the Washington Capitals and the Washington Wizards, who come under monumental sports uh, franchise, which is owned by Ted Leonis, I think his name is. Uh, they have been, they are moving. They've announced that they are moving to the Potomac Yard uh, facility in uh, Northern Virginia. It's about 65 miles, I think it is away. It's not far or not even, not even really that far at all. Um, it's going to be, a, there's going to be a two billion um, pound investment. Um, <clears throat> they're going to break oh. ground. Uh, sorry, dollars, should I say. They're going to break ground in uh, 2025, and the uh, hope is that they'll move in in 2028. Uh, they were courted by the uh, DC mayor, Mayor Bowser, who uh, mysteriously on Tuesday found $500 million to uh, find for them to keep them on site and try and keep them in Washington until 2052. But um, they declined that, and they've decided... They're going to move down to Virginia and, um, you know, best of luck to them. But obviously that leaves a space in D.C. And looking at that council member, we don't get into politics generally on here. That's, but That's yeah. big enough, mate. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know See, I'm not saying. The capital one. I mean, it's, 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 it's all right. It's nice, but it's it's, it's small. Oh, it's tiny. Oh, it's tiny. I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is because they've moved out and they won't be there, the only, what, what we're going to have, what's the, the baseball team? The Nats, the Nats yeah, yeah. are going to be the Even only team. The dock, aren't they? they are, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're kind of going to be the only team, and 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 the the bloody football team in at Audi Field, but only just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, soccer, then if you want, soccer team. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be, if you want yeah. to be technical. Um, but yeah, Council Member Charles Allen, who's a Democrat for Ward Six, said uh, it's easy to get distracted by the shiny new ball that is the Washington Commanders. Um, and, he, and obviously he was referring to Mayor Bowser trying to, uh, you know, sweetheart us into going back to RFK is what was posted in the Washington Post. So I think everywhere is still in play. I don't think that this is a game changer for us. I don't think it affects us enormously, um, especially seeing as we are uh, the investment that has gone into FedEx field. I mean, I didn't notice much investment the second time round. We went this time. I mean, apart from you know trying to hear the screens the, were a lot better and the, and the screens were a lot better. better. It was very very loud. Um, you know the tannoys, but all you heard was give it up. That was about it. You didn't, you didn't hear a lot at all. I mean, from the field level people who are trying to you know welcome and introduce people on the field during plays or halftime or whatever, you can't hear any of that. You really can't hear any of that, no matter where you are in the stadium. But the noise was better. The facilities looked a bit better. It looked a bit decent. Club level was decent. Um, So they have invested in, but also the ticket prices have gone, you know, through the roof. Maybe that's something we probably need to talk about. Or did we talk about that last week? I can't remember if we did or we didn't. I told you about um, Tim's mate, didn't I? We did, yeah, we did, yeah. 
Um, so maybe yeah, that's man. where they're going to make their money back. But I, I don't think I still think everywhere's in place. Still think Maryland's in place. Still think DC's in place. Still think Virginia's in play. Obviously, we want to go back to DC. That is, you know, the cultural, natural home of the Redskins football team, commanders, whatever you became a fan of. Uh, this yeah. franchise belongs in the capital city. He doesn't want, I don't want to see pictures of the White House, pictures of the Capitol building, and then, oh, now we're in Landover, Maryland. It makes no sense (laughs) at all. You know, it makes no sense when you look at it. The thing is, though, I mean, as you say, it slightly affects us with with them moving out to to the Virginia yards because they are now going to be more, even more desperate to get us at DC. So, which is, so Josh Howes is probably sitting there going, ha ha. Can't wait. Show me the money, bros. And, and exactly what is going to be happening. He's going to be waiting for them guys to throw that dollar at them. Um, and he will. Well, the funnily enough, I think the only one who had... Mil. That's what I'm saying. The only one who had money on the table for us was Virginia, who, gave, who said, yeah, we've got 300 million. Mm, hold on a minute. You're, you, you, Mayor Bowser just found 500 million down the bloody back of the sofa. So if, if that's the start, that's what... If I was Josh Harris now, that's the starting price. And no oh, backing yeah, away yeah, from I that. Mean, that's yeah, from public that's the bare money, minimum. That's from the public bare money, that's what we need. You know, that is what we're going to need there. So realistically, if they're going to have to, they're going to have to stump probably seven fifty, maybe even a bill to try and keep us or or, or you know, enti- entice us into that space. Um, yeah, I think ult- ultimately, do you think that we do move, or do you think it's oh, FedEx, of course, FedEx, we or, or do you think it's FedEx redeveloped? Oh no. Hell no. Um, I, if it is, I, w- I won't be happy for that way. Um, for me, it's gotta go. It's gotta go back to DC. So, so there has to be like, see, before there was the politicians. There was just no, there was no give at all when Dan Snyder was in charge. So now, and now Josh is. There is a lot more kind of, you know, spiel going on. A lot, a lot more back backroom chats and things. And I think it will happen. I do think it will happen. I think it's just a case of. Josh is going to play hardball a little bit. They're going to try and play hardball just like they've just done with the Wizards and the Cavs. Mm-hmm. They played hardball for ages, and then Ted went, right, I'm fine, I'll, I'll leave. I got $2 billion off of over here, so see you later. So he's going to find – so he'll probably do something similar. It'll be a hardball game, and then eventually what will happen is the DC guys, like um, Bowser and stuff, will have to, will just have to fold and give us what he wants, basically, to, to get us back to DC. I think it's very difficult when you're playing with US taxpayers' money, you know, and, and saying you're going to invest Is it fair? No, this. it's not fair. I don't think it's fair I mean, at all. I think like, taxpayers pay for anything like this. No, I don't think either. I mean, if you look like at it's it... it's a private the, business. Of course it is. In the grand scheme of things, would I be happy if my taxpayers' money went like on the football stadium directly outside my house? Nah, I don't think I'd be very happy with that at all, you know? <clears throat> and the problem we've always got is we're going to, you know, we have a real issue with space. If we're going to move back to RFK and that site is going to be somewhere where we can go, space is the biggest issue. So what they have to do there is really do due diligence and look at stadiums that are built internally, you know, into built downwards, into ground. Yeah, things like the Stadium of Light in Sunderland um, is an example in the UK. The Ram Stadium is built into, uh, it's sunken into ground, isn't it, as well? So... There's a bit there that we're gonna have yeah, to. I mean, look at what well, they've got so far, haven't they? So so far, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, on that is going to be probably the blueprint. Be being mm-hmm. honest, um, and I've, I've got no problems. But I've got no problems with that, really. Obviously, it's like anything. All, all that, all that costs money. But 
it's also not about the spaces in for the size of the stadium that you want. It, it's all about kind of the outsides and the outskirts. Yeah. Of it. No, there's, there is obviously factories and there's buildings around RFK that we're, we're probably going to have to buy out. DC Armory, <laughs> yeah. you know, with the military there. I mean, there's yeah. an enormous armory straight outside mm-hmm. uh, just across the road, you know, and then that area as well is, I mean, some of the area is, is, is being gentrified and it's, you know, it's, it's quite nice. It's okay. But there's other areas of that that are quite, there's a deprived, yeah, there's a deprived area there as well. It's quite ropey. Um, so they're going to have to do quite a lot of work there in and around that, but that's for another podcast. We'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but it is interesting. I think the most interesting bit of that is that the DC mayor was able to find half a billion, you know, just like that, you know what I mean? Within 24 hour period. <laughs> so it can it be done. He's probably had it. He's probably had it in his back pocket and just playing politics with the owner. Yeah, and he well, lost that's it. That's basically yeah. what's happened. He's lost because now he's gone. The other guy's gone. And well, she, yeah, it's a theme. But the thing is, as well, you know, the thing is, as well, politics changes and we've got an election coming up. So things are going to go crazy over the US. So this is going to take a bit of time. So nothing, it's on the horizon, but it's one to keep in your back pocket if I was well, Josh yeah, Harris. It'll be probably the next, it'll probably be the next uh, presidential. <laughs> yeah presidential thing won't it i mean whoever well, that's that's not, not next, year. next year yeah. i'm talking the year i'm talking the next time 2028 oh okay you No, know, because yeah. that is when realistically we'll probably move into the stadium to see what i mean yeah. around that time frame yeah so there's going to be guys go yeah i'll give the, i'll get i'll get the skins back into the stadium and i'll get back into dc i'll get it done and i bet you that'll be part of somebody's kind of part of yeah, it um, it will be it'll um, be somewhere there you'll to try and get try and get right. votes you know so the last bit of news then is a really good news for us, actually. Um, the NFL news is the international series. So the international series uh, for the NFL games, they've got Brazil on there next year. This isn't a really good news for us, but they're having a game in Brazil next year, opening up to another country. And they're going to continue with the games that they've got in the UK uh, at Tottenham. Um, and they're also going to continue with the games that they've got in Germany. Um, instead of being in Frankfurt this time, they're going to go back to uh, Munich. Uh, uh, or München. They're going to go back to uh, use that and they're going to use the Allianz Arena uh, again um, of Bayern Mun- Munich. They're going to use them and good last time, good the first time round. I think it was uh, Kansas City against uh, Tampa Bay. I think Brady against Mahomes. I think it was the, like, the first time round there. It was a, a really good game. So I'm glad and pleased that Germany's got there. But again, we could have up to eight fixtures in the UK, which is going to be pretty awesome. Um, it's going to be expanded to eight European games. Uh, European games. Out- I wouldn't say they're yeah, all European from the UK, games, Sorry, but this is outside says, of the Jacks. It just says international games, doesn't it? Eight. So it's two. So it's two in um, Germany. So that gives us down to six. So we've potentially got five in the UK. Yeah, you got well, you got Brazil and Mexico as well. That's classed as international games. Yeah, I don't think Mexico. I don't think they're using Mexico in 2024. Um, it is still oh. a country, but I don't think they're using Mexico. They're just going to use Brazil this time around, um, from what I've read. Um, but the Jags also have their own um, separate agreement outside of um, the NFL's international series window, where they must play one game at Wembley Stadium as well. So you're going to get a minimum of probably six games in the UK. So for all those international fans who listen to our podcast and can't get across the States, you're probably going to have six games you can go to in London next year, which is great to see. And this is trending. This is trending towards what we've always thought is going to happen. 
This is trying to, yeah, this is exactly where this is going. You know, Roger Goodell's talked about it many, many times. We've always talked about it. We know that the Jags are going to be the London Jags or something similar to that. It is going to be them as a franchise. It won't stop me supporting the Commanders or whatever we're going to be called moving forward. Um, It won't stop me, you supporting them either because, you know, your colours are nailed to the mast. It might stop some NFL fans, but would it stop me buying a season ticket or would it stop me going to some games and watching them? No, I, I wouldn't mind going down and watching oh, them if we're playing. I think, I think it's or good if I... because obviously it's, it's, it's experience, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, you've, well, it's you went this year. Experience. You went this year, did you? I went this year, yeah. I saw a few of the, a few of the guys that we know. You know did, and, you uh, go to, did you go to two games, Scouse, or did you go to one? You went to the Atlanta game, didn't you? Went to the Atlanta game, yes. I think I only went yeah. to one this year. Um, well, yeah, but there's been times that I've been like I went to the very first one. I was there the very first game, 2007. Uh, oh. and I, I've been from I've been from, not that no, I've been every single year, but I've been about 90 percent of the, the the times and at least at least one game minimum. Sometimes two. I've been. I two. haven't even I haven't even done one. Never been. No. no. Yeah, mm. man, it's, it's it's good. It's a great experience, you know. And plus, you know, you, especially if you know a few guys as well who's going at the same. You no, know, it's always a good laugh having a few beers and. You know, yeah, of course it is. Stuff, you know, it's really, really good. And there's nothing better than watching live football, it. that's for sure. But it's 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 hard, I think, when it's not your team. You know, I want to pay that extra yeah. bit of money and go. Do you know what? I'm going to go and watch my team. Um, you know, and go from there. But it is what but it you is. never know. We might, we might, we might have us over in the UK. We might. I, I, I think we have. You know, I think that is genuinely where we're going to be. If it's Germany, I'm going to be seriously annoyed. But I'll still get there. I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably be thinking about going there. If I would Germany. go. I would 100 I just don't want it to be to the Germany. Brazil one. Please don't let it be the Brazil one. I mean, Oh, no, that would be wild. That. That'd be a nightmare. That, that would be wild. But I'm here to remind everybody, as Tim Towner has said on Twitter to me, make sure you remind everybody on the podcast that we do have a football game on Sunday to play. <laughs> so, yes, the bye week was opened up as an eight and a half point favourite and won. <laughs> but we're here. We're back. <laughs> no, I'm really joking. We're back. We have uh, yeah, the injury report. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, um, we have the injury report for uh, Wednesday. We haven't got Thursday's injury report unless it comes out while we're recording, which nine times out of ten it does. And Scouse updates me. But I'll go through the injury report that we have playing the Los Angeles Rams in LA. Um, so Jamin Davis, as we know, didn't practice and is on IR designation. Curtis Hodges. He's been out all season. He has a back injury now and didn't play or didn't practice. Uh, Brian Robinson was on there with a hamstring, did not practice. I mean, if it was me, wrap that guy up, put him in cotton wool and just say steady dose of Chris Rodriguez and Antonio Gibson. I'm not interested in seeing Brian Robinson for the rest of the season for me. Um, Purely and simply, we know what he is. I think this guy is the truth. He is statistically a top five running back in the NFL. Well done, Brian Robinson. You've had a hell of a season. And I think he is a future. He's our RB1 for the next five years. Easy. So for me, keep him, but don't don't play him. I'm not saying tank. I don't think that exists. But now is the time to see these young guys, see what we've got on the squad, see what we can retain, who we can't retain. So what's the point in playing Brian Robinson? What's your we thoughts know what on we've Brian got, Robinson? We know what we've got on B-Rob. And obviously, he's still, he's still dealing with this hamstring and hamstrings don't fix over two weeks. It just doesn't happen. Nope. So, so if you're going to play the guy, then you're actually playing him as hurt, and then he's got a very high chance of re- re-going again, and then he's off for the season anyway. So you might as well say, as you mentioned, you know, give him like, even the next two games off, and then give him maybe the last couple if you really wanted to bring yeah. him back. 
But as you say, give Chris Chris Rodriguez a go, and and I can't. Is the other guy's a go? Oh uh, yeah, it's it's Gore, yeah, Frank Gore, and we also have uh, obviously Antonio Gibson as well. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so. so yeah, so so give give us some heavy dose of, of Gibson. Yeah, Gibson and Rodriguez. Yep, yeah, no problem with that. I mean, the other ones on the injury report. Then James Smith Williams, defensive end, also has a hamstring. He has not practiced. Uh, so again, wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him. We haven't seen him for the past few weeks anyway. Uh, the only worry that's about one... hamstrings, that's me about hamstrings. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all well and good having B Bob. No, I hear that he was training on the outside of, of the pitch, you know. To, yeah, he was. Yeah, but is what I heard. That's not, but that doesn't mean he's anywhere near ready for contact and to sprint full and cut and all the rest of it. Yeah, I don't, don't think he's going to play. They, uh, one for me, Ty, the only worrying one for me, Tyler Larson at centre, he has a knee issue, but he was a limited practice. So it doesn't look like it's a, you know, I, I didn't practice at all. So it's it's trending towards that he will play. But it is worrying when you see your centre with a knee. But we know what his health is like anyway. We've seen him for a good few years now. <laughs> we know he, he breaks he, down after three or four games. You just know. Yeah, you, yeah, you, know, you he's do. Good. It's a shame but he can't keep himself healthy, man. It would seriously worry me That's seeing a... Nick Gates in at centre. You know, again, uh, that is, <laughs> that is not good. What happened to We knew we had some, some knee problem, but no one's even mentioned anything about it. He went to IR. He's on IR. Yeah, that's what I mean. But what was his actual injury? Do you know? No idea. No idea. No. Um, very... neat. But what is it? Is it a cartilage? Is it a, a meniscal? T- you see, I mean, like, yeah. Um, really, really, things. really good. <laughs> tell you. And the only other two that are on the injury report is uh, a good one here. Sadiq Charles at guard was a full practice on Wednesday, and we've opened the twenty-one day window to allow him to uh, come back to the uh, fifty-three. But we have to cut someone to make his. Uh, to make his uh, his numbers come up there to get him onto the 53. It'd probably be this guy we've just signed at corner. Um, <laughs> here, you were here for a week. Thanks. Thanks for your tryout. Bye. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, he's got, a, he had a calf injury, obviously, and was on IR and has been on IR for five weeks now. Um, and he's, uh, he is a full practice. And Emmanuel Forbes also been um, on IR, short-term IR. He, I think, or I'm not sure if he did go to IR or if he was just injured. Uh, he's been a full participant in practice with his elbow injury so he is trending towards being um no problem at all being a goer so be interesting so to see Manuel Forbes as well yeah definitely for sure I think I say he's full participant so hopefully he'll be able to play fully healthy um I'm just reading here about uh Stromberg done for the year this is only done like on the, the 11th of December so it was only last week wow okay and it says yeah he's been out since week eight he hit his knee against the Eagles on an extra point attempt. Extra oh. point. Cheers. And then basically he says he had, he had surgery on his knee. Oh, okay. That's what it says, surgery on his knee. Um, even though he's placed an IR on the 7th of November. But he said he's had some big had surgery on his knee and is progressing well. That's all it says. So so whatever he's had, hopefully, obviously if it was an ACL, they would have said it was an ACL, wouldn't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they would have done. So it would just be some sort of clean-up, maybe an arthroscopy, yeah, that sort probably, of thing. Yeah. Tear, probably. Mm. And on the Rams side of the ball, 2-2 Atwell, wide receiver. He's in concussion protocol and hasn't practiced. Yeah, he you did see be... him get laid out. Yeah. That was he a hit not... <laughs> It was a horrible, horrible hit. He won't be playing this weekend, that's a certainty. Uh, Rob Havenstein, who is a tackle. He's got a groin uh, and didn't practice. And then these next ones are limited practice, and that's Tyler Higby, tight end with a neck, uh, Michael Honek with a linebacker with a knee, Ben Skoronek 
wide receiver with an ankle and Quinton Lake, who is a defensive back with a hamstring. He was a full participant. So the Rams are quite healthy. Yeah, um, healthy, yeah, the healthy man. I mean, obviously, Tyler Higby's the, the big name out of all of them, mm-hmm. really. Ben Skoranek as well, he does a decent job. Decent, for yeah, he's a decent, yeah, he does three. do decent. But, um, exactly. But in general, yeah, it's um, it's all about Higby, tight end. So looking at the looking at the Rams, then and um, we'll look at their leaders in the uh, in the clubhouse, if you want. Um, Matthew Stafford, obviously quarterback, he is three thousand and sixty-two yards this year, uh, nineteen touchdowns, nine interceptions, and twenty-two sacks, uh, an overall QB average rating of eighty-eight point eight. Been doing quite well, Matt Stafford. Yeah, you know, he's mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's okay, not too bad at all. Uh, Kyron Williams, running back, he's the rushing leader. Uh, he has 801 yards. Um, what's his? Uh, sorry, bear with me one second. Yeah, his he's got seven TDs. He's got one fumble as well. Um, and then receiving yards, it's the rookie wide receiver who they absolutely smashed out the park in Puka Nakua, 1,113 yards. He is ridiculous. Uh, what's his? He's got six touchdowns on the year, um, Puka Nakua. And then in the defensive side of the ball, it is uh, Aaron Donald, as you would think, with uh, 22 solo tackles and six sacks. And he's been injured um, as well. But he has been year. injured a bit. He's, 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 he's injured quite a lot. I just think to myself, hmm, yeah, he's, I'm not he, too... He's, he's just a game record, though, when he plays. That's the thing. That's why he's so good. He is. And then the, the absolute um, standout for them on... Uh, Standout for them on the field is Byron Young, who's a middle linebacker for them, uh, 6'2", 250. Uh, he was a third-round pick um, back in, in, in fact, off this year's draft, so he is a rookie. Uh, he's got 36 solo sa- uh, solo tackles, six sacks, two forced fumbles, and one interception. And so, that is, and what's he? He's a linebacker. And he's, he's, a, he's, a middle, he's a middle linebacker. And he's yeah. a rookie. And rookie. the middle linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, so so what's that tell you? That they know how to draft yeah. linebackers. Yeah, they know to they know how to produce a good linebacker even straight away. Um, our guys, no, first rounders wasted. So yeah, so what do you think then on this one? Then keys to victory. If we are going vict- to have a victory, what are your thoughts on the game, Scouse? I'll let you break this one down. Keys to victory, man. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got you've got to keep their offense off the field. They're, they're on fire at the moment. Their offense. Yeah. Um, You've got to get in Stafford's face. You've got to make sure that, you know, Cup and, you know, Nakua oh, and... Well, we never even mentioned Cooper Cup, did we? I mean, yeah, we didn't mention Cup. Yeah, and he's one of the elite receivers. And it's just like, man, yeah, it, it, it's, just, it's just a matchup nightmare for us, this one. It really yeah. is. Like, you go across the board, our defence against their offence, we've got no players better than their players. Like, you know, talent for talent, man for man. I don't think we have. You could even be bringing our first rounders on that. I don't think talent for talent. I think if you go up like say Cuba Cup, even against Cam Kale, who's who's excellent against like tight ends. I know he's not tight end, but but those type of things, especially across the middle, and your cup does does do a lot of slants. Cup's still gonna burn him because Cup's just that good. Do you see what I mean? Like these guys are just better players. Yeah, I mean and if you look at if you look at their, well, if you look at their division as well, I mean. Yeah, San Francisco obviously are the the best team. Most, I mean, it's arguable, but for me, they're the best team in the NFC. You know, they are ten and three for a reason, and they're top of the NFC West. But the Rams are on six and seven. You know, and they've got two other 
decent-ish sides in that league as well. I mean, the Seahawks are no pushovers and the Cardinals at times, yes, they're in rebuild, but they're playing games close. So that's not a bad league. You know what I mean? In in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, it's not a bad league. Rams are hitting for me. They were god-awful the first oh, they were. weeks. I mean, they were so bad. We're thinking, that's a definite win for us, that. And then, no, they're the, the, the stride and they're in form at the moment. And we got them again just at the wrong time. And I think they're just going to give us a hammering. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, isn't it? It is going to be interesting. I mean... I say, all oh, the guys are healthy. <sighs> you know, the guys are healthy. Even Stafford's healthy. You know, before at the start of the season, he was rusty. You can tell. He, um, you know, last year he was injured a lot with his elbow, didn't hardly play. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously he's, he's got his rhythm back now. And as I'm saying, he's just going to carve us apart because we're not going to get any real pass rush to him. No, well, you, mentioned, you, you mentioned it there, Scouts. You said, look, you know, pound for pound, man for man, when you look at the Rams against us, they're better than us in the way. Um, Tim Town has put a question into his ear. And I mean, I suppose it, 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 it segues into it quite nicely. He said, we've got five guys on the team from the 2020 draft. You know, would you keep any of them? They're AG, Sadiq Charles, Kaliki Hudson, Cam Curl, and James Smith Williams. The only one from me. I know you love Cam Curl, so I'll let you. I'll let you go off on this one. You can. Uh, you yeah, can I mean, yeah, he's, 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 he's out of them five. If, to, if you said you can only pick one out of them five, hundred percent is Cam Curl for me. Um, you know, he's, he is the glue of the defense. So. For me, he's, he's very it's important. He's had a good year, though. He's had a terrible year. To be fair, mate, um, there's only so much you can do on your own when you play when the other guys aren't playing properly. I man. understand. You know that. What I mean, like, and he lost his partner in crime as well, like early on default. So, so these things, you know, don't help him. You know what I mean? And he's probably, I think he's still pissed off. He never got off of the contract. I really do. Probably. And probably. he's probably not thinking. I just don't want to get hurt this season because that that'll really mess up my next contract, which it would do. So and do you think no, do you think understand. we do keep him? Do you think we do resign him, or is he going to walk to free agency? Because that's a, that's going to be quite an expensive that'd contract. That kill me if you if you went on a free like you know, on a free contract like and you didn't mm. trade him for anything. But being that we obviously we can't trade him because the end of his last season. But um, I mean, for me, you can suppose you can, me, highly unlikely you could tag him. <laughs> highly unlikely, but you know it's um it's something that is a possibility because there's no other guys that you think mm, I need to keep this guy around. Um, but for me, he's the only one. The other guys can go. Being honest, I mean, even even Smith Williams. I mean, I I don't mind Smith Williams. I think, you know, he's decent enough to kind of be a backup. Um, but again, he's not he's he's not going to win you anything. Do you know what I mean? He's he's not gonna he's not a Nick Bosa who's going to like destroy teams at times and win the match on his own type of thing. We haven't got those guys. Um, and he's just a, a an okay. De- he's just a decent player. He's not great. He's not he's not awful. But he's not going to. He's, he's, not gonna he's a good deal. depth piece. That's about yeah, it. I'm saying he's, he's, he's a back piece, up. He's yeah. all right. You know what I mean. So what, I mean, would I keep him? Possibly if the money's right, because it'd be, it'd be quite cheap anyway. If being honest. Yeah. Um. So I'd keep. I'd keep them too. But the other three can definitely go. But if I had to pick one, hundred percent's got to be Kill. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, thanks you know, for that question. It's expensive. That see me. This contest's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be probably around that 14, 15 mil. I think his stocks dropped, as you mentioned. He hasn't played that well this year. And, and obviously, our whole defense has been a joke, being honest. Um, so it, it is going to it is going to hit his, his numbers a little bit, as in his contract numbers. But he's still going to get he's still going to get about 13 to 15 mil per, I think. That's going to be about yeah. his, his rate. 
Yeah, I mean, well, back to the game. I mean, if we go back to the game, do you, do you give us any chance of winning this game? Or what, and what do you want to see from it, Scouse? I mean, for me, I want to see the youngsters, as I said. We can rotate a linebacker. We've got young DNs who can come in, the likes of, uh, you know, Andre Jones, KJ Henry. We've got to see what we've got on this roster because we've talked about it and we talked about it last week. 26 players are a due contract at the end of this season. And this is basically going to be almost like an expansion franchise for want of a better term, you know, where we're going to see a brand new squad completely. I mean, and that is just to get to the 53. So at the end of the season, 26 people are out the door. See you later, never to return potentially. Um, But you've got to make that 90 man roster for training camp. So you're going to have to get pretty much 50 blokes in here. And that is going to be very, very hard. Well, it'd be easy to get 50 blokes in, but you can get 50 yeah. blokes by course in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not making the team, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Know what you're you know? uh, <laughs> people like us can walk in there, sure. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, th- I think, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a difficult situation. Um, I do think what I want to see, I just want to see some, I want to see some real fight. I, I want to see some real hits. I want to see some, some ag- real aggressive play. Both sides of the ball, you know, on defense, Hit someone, do you know what I mean? Even, yeah. even, even if you're head something a little bit, take somebody out, show that you got some balls. You know, um, offense again, you know, show some balls, but in a more in a, in a smarter way, you know what I mean? Yeah, EB needs to be better 100%. And I need to see that he's got the, the actual know how to actually change his scheme mid, mid game. As well, yeah, the adjustments, yeah, he needs to see the adjustments straight away. You know, the first few weeks, we were saying, yeah, he made adjustments, he did this and that, and then all of a sudden, he just stopped doing it. I don't understand. I don't understand why he just decided to do that, but um, yeah. So for me, just to show some actual real aggressive play both sides of the ball. That's all I'm after. Do you give us a shot this weekend, or do you want to just not really? Be like, no, do you know not what? Really? I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, if we played these five weeks ago, six weeks ago, I'd say, yeah, I think we have a good chance. I mean, they weren't playing great. We were kind of okay at that time. Um, you know, we, we probably would have had a good, you know, a 60, 40 chance of winning. I think now it's probably like 80, 20 to them, you know, being honest. You think it's a four, do you think it's another 40 burger? <sighs> it could be. It, see, the thing is, though, see, I always look into different things about the head coaches we've been playing. Yeah. Who are ex Redskins. Yeah. yeah. Who have been treated like crap when they were here. That's why they didn't stick around. So they're always coming back to go, well, you know what? I said, I'm going to stick it to you. When they, when they get a chance to play us, because obviously half these teams don't play in our division. Sometimes you won't play these guys for two, three years. Um, And no, no. Oh, oh we've got the, oh, we've got Washington, have we? Oh, oh yeah. This this is a win game. This is going to be a win game. I'm going to win big. And we're everyone's get, we're everyone's get board. right game, aren't we? So uh... always everybody's get right game. But to be fair, the Rams have already get already got right. If that makes sense, yeah. from weeks ago, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, I just think, yeah, man. I think McVeigh just will not come out of there with a, with an L. I'm telling you that. No, I don't think we've got a chance here of winning this again. I mean, honestly, I'm looking at this these next four fixtures as as you've just said. I want to see young guys. I want to see who we've got on this roster. I don't see another win at all till the end of the season. And I'm quite comfortable with that. Um, four and 13. Yeah, we're probably going to end up, we're probably going to end up with the third, maybe the fourth pick. At, we're going to end up with the fourth pick at absolute worst. Um, I don't think we're going to get second, but we'll probably end up with the third pick. Uh, I mean, oddly enough, we had the bye week and every single team we wanted to win won. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, yeah, like I don't the Giants that one. The Giants, for like, example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's, I mean, I'm, I, 
Yeah, I'm rooting for Thank Arizona. You, yeah. Keep going, I'm boys. Keep going. I'm rooting for Arizona against Kansas City. I mean, come on now. You know, it's just <laughs> no. Um, New keep England, going, keep going, keep winning, keep winning, make us go higher. Carolina are an absolute Carolina are an absolute basket case. So uh, yeah, they're they're not oh yeah, they're number one pick, but, but number two. Yeah, but that's going to that's going to Chicago anyway. So Chicago, yeah, oh, they're ahead of they they've won more games than us now. Yeah, but Chicago gets still get the number one pick from oh Carolina. yeah because Carolina's pick yeah oh, yeah yeah no you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so because they obviously that's about number two pick that's about number two pick is is the Pats at the moment is it the Pats Pats are, Pats are second yeah we're Pats, fourth. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. We are the only team to win four games and have won four games. We are still the only one in the NFL who's left. There are some on three and there is one on one. But, uh, yeah, it is, it is what it is. Uh, so we'll get on to it. So I don't give us a chance either. I mean, that is pretty much it. We've gone through the injury report on the game, but we'll get into the questions then um, that have been submitted to us. So Commander Viscount uh, John Bodengrace on uh, Twitter he said, who do you see contesting the divisional games and the Super Bowl with four games to go? Any surprises? Now, I watched the Bills against the Chiefs last week. And obviously, uh, Kadarius Tony was offside. <laughs> and there was a lots and lots of... Uh, yeah, but this is the funny thing, you see, because uh, does this not, not remind you of a certain someone who spoke to the referee last year and said, am I all right where I'm lined up? Oh, yeah, you're fine. Here's a flag. Oh, yeah. Good old Terry McLaurin. I uh-huh. mean, Kadarius Tony's Kadarius Tony, but... Uh, but Tony he's, didn't he's, ask anybody. He just stood there. and, that, stood and that, there. He's miles oh, offside. I do like the memes, though, that are going around where they've moved him about four foot to the other side. Yeah, it looks fine to me. Um, that's great. But, I mean, yeah, what are you... What? what who do you think is going to, you know, be in the Super Bowl and ultimately doing the uh, divisional games? I mean, San Francisco are on fire for me. They are. I mean, that's yeah. going to be for me the division game. I think at this moment, with four games to go, I believe it'll be the, the NFC. This is um, the Niners against Dallas. I really do. Wow, I, I, I think, knew I you were going to go that way. Yeah, the Cowboys Dallas are on well. absolute fire at the moment, man. I mean, they are hitting all. You know, I hate to say it, you know, all four or all eight cylinders, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, they're putting points on the board. The defense is looking scary at times, and you're just thinking, bloody hell, you know, wish wish, wish we had a Dan Quinn and our defensive coordinator. Um so, and they've got they've got they've got genuine playmakers on both sides of the ball. And Dak is, is a different Dak. This kind of like last seven, six, seven weeks. It's been a different league. Um, do you think the Eagles are but do you think the Eagles bubbles? I think, burst I think the Eagles are gone. I really do. I think the Eagles are gone. I, I think I think Dallas are gonna win our division. Wow! Oh yeah, that, they, I haven't looked at who's surprised. actually left in. Uh, you know who they've got left. Uh, Dallas have got to play us. Right, I mean, so. come on, that, that, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? oh, that's a guaranteed okay. win right there. And then you know, I don't know, I can't remember else they've got. They probably got. I know they got smoked by the Niners early on in the season, but they do a lot better now than they were then. Have they got better. the? Uh, have they got the Giants or anyone like that? I mean, I don't let's think they've got the Giants. Well, you might have a chance. Be interesting, right? If I just I'm googling while we're, while we're here, but but yeah, I mean for me for the AFC side, I think the Ravens are doing really really well. AFC, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, AFC side, yeah, I think the Ravens are doing really really well. So, I think Ravens will be in the Super Bowl. I think it'll be a I think it'll be 49ers Ravens Super Bowl for me. Uh, that game, AFC side, Kansas City is starting to wobble as well. So. They're not as good as what people have led them no. out to be. Mahomes has been, he's been okay, but he hasn't been like the old Mahomes of last year, year before. Um, so, yeah, so Cowboys' schedule is 
Bills, yeah. Dolphins, Lions. Oh. And... Well, see, that's three really difficult games there. Uh, I, can see, I can see them beating. I can see them beating Detroit Lions. They'll definitely get us, but they could potentially go two and two there. They beat the Bills on if they if they beat the I mean, Bills, the Bills on away. It's going to be cold, you know. So that's something yeah. I might go against Cowboys. But away at the Dolphins, I think. I mean, that, again, that's a that's, that's, that's a like a, that'd be nice weather. Um, and I just think I think Cowboys would give them a beating. I really do. I think they go. Wow. I think they go three and one there. Do you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, yeah. three and one. I really yeah, don't I mean... want them to. I hope they go. They play god awful and get smoked. But... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at this moment, I just can't see it, man. I mean, the Giants have got the Eagles have got the Giants still to play. Uh, they've got the Cardinals. Ah, oh, it's the Cardinals and the Giants back to back. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're getting right teams at the moment because they are they're faltering at the moment. I'm not going to so lie. So for me, if, if Dallas are going to have to do it, they're going to have to do it via the wild cards. Well, uh, do they though? Because. As I say, if Cowboys go three and one, if they match the Eagles, the, the Cowboys win the division. Game for schedule, yeah, yeah, three. Well, that's three wins. Well, they, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got... They actually got At this moment, they've got the same record as the Eagles, 10 and three. Yeah, they have, yeah, you're right. And then, but, and then the tiebreaker. The so, yeah. so, it's you know, as, as long as they match what the Eagles do, they, they've won the division. So True. And, you know, yeah, of course, you could go four, four and all. You could go... Three and one. I mean, I think that's. I mean, what who else the Eagles got? Uh, I think the Eagles only got only got three. Ones, but... I think they've only got three games left by the looks of it. Um, I should have thought they play thirteen games. Yeah, I mean, who have they got? Oh, Seahawks it is. It's a Seahawks. Seahawks. So, I mean, that is a a way. If it's a way. Yes. That could be that, that could be a challenging game for them. No, it's at home. Seahawks oh, at home. Yeah. Mm. I still don't think. That, I mean. I still think three and one for. I think Eagles will, miss, will just mess up somewhere. I don't know who against. Maybe it might be Seattle. Um, oh no, I'm lying. I'm lying. It's certainly. It's because I'm looking at it in 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 British here um, and looking at it Englishly. English oh, so it's actually in Seattle. It's, it's at it's at Lumen Field. Yeah. So okay, well, that, that makes it more interesting. Um, I think that game could be the one that they do blow, and I say I think Dallas go three and one. So I think they win the division. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting time. So you think it's going to be a Cowboys and Niners. 49ers? And who are you saying is going to the Super Bowl in the Niners? Niners. I think Niners just nick it. But I think just this time, last time they, they, they murdered Dallas. But that made them, you can tell, they look within from then, if that made sense. You know what I mean? Like, and they're a different team after that. After they got smoked, got humiliated by the Niners. Yeah. They were like, oh, wait, they're having this again. And and they've, they've really stepped it up. So, I mean, I don't like saying stuff nice about Dallas because, you know, I, hate, I can't stand them. I can't, every time I look at the star, it pisses me off. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, at the moment, so, you've, got, you've got to give them props when they're playing well. Do you know what I mean? So the, so the Ravens are 10 and 3 at the moment. And then it's the Dolphins, 9 and 4. The Chiefs are the third seed at 8 and 5. The Jags are at 8 and 5. The Browns are at 8 and 5. This AFC side is kind of wild. It's mm. kind of wild. The thing I is, mean, well, I'm not. I still can't believe the, there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the Browns are not going to go go anywhere near the divisional game. I mean, I mean this, I, this, this defense is no joke, man. That defense is no joke. I mean, they got they haven't got much. I mean, and then Flacco's doing a decent job at the moment. Yeah, for, he's doing so, okay. He's doing so, okay. So you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to sneak into that. You know, and, and go late into the AFC. 
I mean, so, for me, the AFC Championship game will most likely be the Chiefs versus the Ravens, and I think it's going to be a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. You know, prove me wrong. I mean, Scouse, you might think the Chiefs get there, um, or do you think? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Dolphins, Ravens, the Ravens Bills. Are one of them, aren't they? You just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, it's true. They look uh, awful at times. Like, yeah, really, then they still get away bad, with it, but they yeah. just they just do enough. Like sneak out a nine-three win or something. Sound like good wins. It's sound of a good team. Yeah. You know, they win when they're not playing well. Um, but it's um, yeah, I, I think it's a lot tighter. I do think it's a lot tighter in the AFC because say the this, the uh, the Chiefs aren't the powerhouse they were a few years back. The Bills, same. You know, Josh Allen's not at the same level this year. Um, and yeah. that is half his team. Um, so yeah, I mean, you. Know, you so you're probably right. It's probably it's going to be somebody different, like for the first time in a while. Like, like yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, I just think as a dark horse, though, I do. I just think as a dark horse, Cleveland, man, I just think they're wow. going to get, yeah. I mean, I know it might be talking my ass, but I mean, for, <laughs> the defense, Cleveland's Cowboys Super Bowl, the defense Bowl, is good. Man. Yeah, imagine that, imagine that Cleveland Cowboys Super Bowl. Imagine if I put that, I might, might try and find out how much that would be on, on the odds. <laughs> Yeah, highly worth unlikely. A pound and it's worth a pound. Highly unlikely, but I definitely don't. I mean, definitely, I feel more a lot more confident with Dallas getting there. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So, Commander yeah. Viscounts also asked us. He's also asked us, "Who's your MVP at this stage?" And I saw you wrote back on Twitter saying, "Do you mean by Commanders, or, or do you mean in the in the, in, yeah. in the NFL?" I mean, for the team, for us, for Commanders, that's a tough. That's a tough one. I mean, you're probably going to say Sam Howell, aren't you? I think maybe. Um, yeah, and, and say and he's Brian been, Robinson he's possibly is him with yeah. a shout. Curtis Samuel is probably but again. He's only been good for the last three weeks. Yeah, that's it. That's so it. you know, really, it's, 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 it's B Rob or Sam Howell, isn't it? That, that's it. Really, honest, I can't think. Our team, yeah. I'm not picking. I'm not picking no defensive players. Put that way. Is oh having, God, no. I mean, even Tressway hasn't been superb this year. I mean, you suppose you could say MVP because. Basically, he is an all pro holder. I'm not holder, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. holder man. I mean, some of those snaps from cheese man is ridiculous, and he's and he's and he's catching these balls, you know, and, and making the best out of no mountain, no, the best he can out of all these things. I mean, that's all that's all pro level holding to be fair, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very difficult to pick a true MVP for us, mate. But I probably will have to go with Howell or B Rob, like you mentioned. So what about in the NFL as a whole then? I mean, for me, there's a couple here that wouldn't be quarterbacks as well. I mean, C.D. Lamb's in with the conversation. Uh, A.J. Brown's in with the conversation as well for MVP. But traditionally and pretty much all the time, it goes to a quarterback. So who's been the best QB in the conversation? Is it Tua? Um, what do you think, Scout? Well, the thing is, though, I mean, you've got to go off a team who's... who's, who's... Quite dominant if you're going to go for back, and and the thing is as well. I mean, Tua, their record isn't that great. He's got all these quality players. I know Tua missed a couple of games as well. They might not nine work. and four. That's not. It's yeah, a good I mean, record. Yeah, but they're I mean, the two seed. They're the two seed. I mean, you know what's the? Oh, they're nine and four. I thought they were eight and five. You said, but anyway, that could be wrong. Um, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. I, th- I um, think I think it was nine and four. I just pulled up there. They were they were the two seed, I think, and um, yeah, and, and ten and three is the uh, is the Ravens. I mean, is, is Lamar Jackson the MVP at the moment? Um, I mean, he's definitely in the hunt because say that they are number one seed at the moment. You know, they haven't lost many games. Um, but 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 overall, I mean, it, it's tough, isn't it? 
it's, it is difficult because there's so many good players who're still producing. I mean, you know, you could go off, you go off production, you go off just like um, that he's getting double or treble teamed all the time, and you know he's a home run hitter every single time he gets the ball. Or and that's why it's so difficult. But as you mentioned, it tends to go for QBs normally. But Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean Mahomes. Mahomes is keeping them going. I mean, let's face it; they're, they're, he is really is keeping them going because the rest of their team ain't doing much. I mean, besides him and Kelsey, there's, there's nobody else there doing much. Um, Tyreek Hill, is he in with the shout? Tyreek Hill, is he in with the shout? Yeah. I mean, the three dominant Again, wide receivers say... are, you know, a, a Brown Hill and wide receivers. Yeah, when was the last time wide receiver got MVP? Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, it must have been probably Jerry Rice in the 80s, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah, no. you're probably right, yeah. Megatron uh, or someone like Calvin Johnson, yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. And even then, MVP, I mean, he played for the yeah. whole Detroit team. You know, I mean, Megatron, I know, yeah. he was a great receiver. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, at this moment, I'm looking, you've got to look at the best teams, haven't you? you got to look at who's doing well. So you mentioned Lamar. He's, got, he's in with a shout. Dak, <laughs> Dak, Dak could be in in it at this moment. Um, definitely in the conversation. Hurts. I would say originally, I say about three, four weeks ago, I'd say yeah, but now, yeah, yeah. So he hasn't played that well the last few weeks, so especially month. Um, so again, it's 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 um, I'm thinking more AFC to be fair. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I am too. For for the true MVP overall, but... Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, no. Uh, now you see, I think it is just scheme. Then that's the reason he is doing as well as he is. But yeah, his you know, stats pretty... are his stats are pretty much identical to Dak Prescott's. They're very, right. very, very similar. Um, so I mean, all this hype for Dak that he's getting at the moment. Don't forget though, is it? But is it Yak though? Is it Yak that, yeah. that, that that's selling out the 49ers? Because yeah, of course, the, the other time you see Petty throw a deep, but most of the time he doesn't. And no. He's always kind of getting the ball to Debo and all these guys, and they're making like it is, yards out it of is yak. I mean? It is yak, yeah, you're it's right. Yak, but that's, that's what I mean. But so that's scheme. But that's scheme. That's what I mean. So, so I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Purdy in the in the uh, conversation. I, I, I honestly think you can have Sam Darnold in that offense, and I mean he's there, I think, but <laughs> and still, can have, still do a decent and, job. And still do a really good yeah. job. Yeah, there's honestly. only one guy who failed there properly, mate. And and who is it? Is Josh it, Johnson. It, no, he's at the what's it called now? He's at the um, Dallas Cowboys now. Oh yeah, it was Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah it's Trey Lance. Lance. Yeah, he's the only yeah, true yeah. flop that's been there for like since Shanahan's been there. Really, I mean, even Garoppolo was all right for them when he was there. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, because the scheme was was say was quarterback friendly. And look at how awful Garoppolo has looked at the Raiders. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> like, yeah, okay. That's, so, that's what I mean. You know, so so when you go to the Forty Niners, you know, it makes a QB look better than they are because mm-hmm. say the scheme works very well for, and you've got great guys, great players you can. No yards after the catch is unreal. I mean, you know, you can just throw a, a screen and it goes, it goes all the way. You no, know, that's not great quarterback play. That's just getting your guy the ball ten yards away or five yards away and let the guys do the work. So that's why quarterbacks tend to get a lot of overinflated stats when you work when you play for the Niners. Um, so that's why I wouldn't put Purdy in, even though he's decent. He is good and he's good at reading the game. You know, and he, and he goes, he goes through his progressions quickly and correctly. Um, but again, for me, no. Um, I mean, CMC, CMC is a good Yeah, a, there's a great shout as well. Well done. I mean, I'm thinking you know, every time he gets the ball at the moment, he's going to the house. Um, but again, I mean, there was that time running back got it. I mean, probably AP, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, when he was prime. I, it's, it's difficult, man. It's always, always going to be a quarterback. But for me, at this moment, I'll go CMC. But 
realistically, it'll be a quarterback, which will probably be Lamar. Yeah, especially if they right go there. deep. Especially if they go deep, if they get the championship game, or as you mentioned, Super Bowl, the way you've predicted it. You know, he'd definitely be an MVP then. So we've got a few more questions. So bring it back to the commanders. Uh, Simon Thurston says, do you keep the enemy in 2024 or nah? Yeah, I'll keep him. I'll keep him as a water boy. <laughs> are you done? Are you done with the enemy? Are you, oh have, yeah, have you seen I've, I've, I've seen. I've seen enough. I've seen him. He's not been able to. You know, he's, he he goes with these stupid scripted plays that don't work, and then he doesn't change it quicker. He waits. He goes. I'm definitely going to keep doing my 15 plays, no matter how well or, or or how bad we're doing. Blah 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 blah. And then he tries to make changes that second half, which again doesn't. Even, it's too late then. You know, he's always he's always like. For example, you start throwing the ball like a hundred times, and then all of a sudden you are know, down by two scores. Then you start running the ball. Like, what's that about? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he, he does it the opposite way around. He's, he's like he's trying to outthink people, outsmart people. But the problem is, it just doesn't work. You know, football football yeah. is only as easy as you make it think and make it make it actually look. And he's making it look way too more complicated than it needs to be. I agree with that. I do. I do agree with that. I think he, we've seen enough. I, I think. <laughs> I think we've uh, we've seen enough of AB um, for me too. I think uh, he needed to come in here and concentrate on being an offensive play caller, and that hasn't worked. And I think he they haven't got onto what his level of coaching is now. Whether that, as we've talked about before, is personnel that he's got, whether they seem uh, quotation marks here soft uh, is not the answer, <laughs> or whether they like to be coached hard is the other thing. I mean, we've seen certain little leaks here and there. They're not getting um, players into the uh, the scheme through like Terry McLaurin. You know, th- th- that's your best player on the park and you're not getting him schemed into things. I mean, good coaches, especially offensive coaches, are able to scheme in their best player. Puka Nakua gets 20 catches a game. Justin Jefferson gets 20 catches a game. Jamar Chase, 20 catches a game. Why are other teams getting their best playmakers involved in there and we can't get Terry McLaurin even a single catch? You know, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, ridiculous. And it's yeah. not down to Sam Howell. And Sam sits there and says, oh, you know, we need to scheme this up. And, you know, he gives the, the, the generic quarterback answer, which is what you expect from Sam Howell to give because he's a young guy who's in his first season and he has to act that way because he has to think to himself, holy shit, if I go out of turn here and I say something... You know, that's that's not right. I, I'm going to get found out here. I might get benched and then Jacoby's playing. But it's if that's a Kirk Cousins who's a veteran or if that's a, you know, a veteran QB out there, they're going to tell you straight, look, you know, we're not scheming him up or you know, whatever it may be because they've got that clout, that flak beat, that, that bit behind them. Whereas Sam's a new guy and he knows he's got the key to this franchise and he needs to try and convince people that yeah, he is the guy. He's towing the party line, as you'd call it, wouldn't it? Absolutely. That's uh, absolutely. And that's understandable, as you mentioned. It's understandable. He's, he's technically a rook and, you know, these guys, uh, but I say, you, you're, you're totally right. I mean, you know, it's, it's, he doesn't scheme up on his best players. He tends to work all this whole scheme is about is is about scheming up, open the the tight end. And the problem is we don't have a Kelsey who just who's a game killer, a game destroyer, yeah. game wrecker. We don't have those guys. We haven't got that guy at tight end. You know we've got a, no, unfortunately a, a worsening Logan Thomas. Unfortunately, you no, know, we've we've never had the best of him since probably two three years ago. Um, but that was his peak, you know, and he's he's been down a little bit since not born in, uh, injuries as well. But in general, you know, it's um. 
Oh, yeah. And by the way, I don't want to hear his wife gobbing off on social media. Keep yourself to yourself. Thank you. Anyway. Um, yeah, she's oh, always yeah, Logan, on, uh, Logan on, Thomas's wife. Yeah, yeah. She's always yeah. on IG. Giving well, everyone it was saying that, that he was one of the guys kicking off, wasn't he? he was I, I think he probably was, yeah. Through, um, some guys under the bus type of thing at meetings. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not leaking good. Leaking things but... out and stuff. Soon as, for me, as soon as a player starts leaking shit out to the to the um, to the media, and you know they are, they don't play again for me. No. I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's the best name, the biggest name. You know, if, even if it's Terry Mack, you know, I'll be like, I'll be going, well, look, man. I said, you know, I told you not to tell anybody to anything, anyone to anything. You know what I mean? And you have, you've gone out and done things on the side. But slide. look at. But look at the way the oh, difference. Oh, my trust there. You benched. Look, that's it. That, that's me done. Look at the difference in the way that they treat this franchise and the way that they do things. I mean, Terry McLaurin's been nominated as Walter Payton Man of the Year by the team. A fantastic, you know, um, thing to be done for any, you know, person within any of the franchises. They're, they're doing their thing off the field. But look at the way that he calls himself as an individual, as a human being, both on the field and off the field. He is a guy who you want to build this franchise around. He is the face. There's nobody else on this team that has any sort of clout with anybody. People screaming Terry, Terry every two minutes. You know, they love him. The fans love him. I love him. I think he's an amazing human being, an amazing person. And I look at him and think, you could have came out there when you had zero catches, zero targets, and you could have, you know, let it go. And you yeah, just sat there, said, go, and, you just sat there and said, do you know what? I've, I did some cardio. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. But then you <laughs> contrast that to someone like Jonathan Allen, who is a yeah. captain, who's been here seven I'm sick years. Of this shit, blah, blah, blah. Correct. Yeah. There, then you get then you get the other side of the coin where he's sick of losing. I've thought about leaving. I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, the, the, the paper, paper tigers, that's what these guys are. Tough guys, fake tough guys, not interested. Honestly, rah, 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 before the game, do it on the field. If you're not showing me on the it's field, when you, when not interested. Though, I mean, it must be difficult for some guys because once they get all that money, it's like, well, why Why do you need to try? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I can... Wrong pain, hello. Give it the big end, but I'm actually producing on the field. And if you're a superstar or a big name, Normally, the superstars do it year in, year out. That's why they are superstars. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but there's guys that have been huge, big names, got big contracts. I've gone nowhere. I'm, I'm just gone out to the NFL and two years later. You know, Fat Albert's one of the guys that comes to mind straight away. Antonio Brown. See ya. Yeah, but Antonio Brown was at least in the season, at least in the in the NFL for like six, seven years. I mean, you know, I'm produced. Uh, he, was, you know, he was good. He just, he just went crazy, didn't he? I think it's CTE person. <laughs> <laughs> really do. I mean, he hits his, he's had in his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. But in general, I, I just think uh, you know it's it's a certain type of player, a certain type of mentality that makes you stay at the top, even though you're multi millionaire. Do you know what I mean? Um, you're getting everyone's just kissing your ass all the time. You know, like you, you, you go and speak to I say mentioned Bosas before. Now, those guys are in serious corner Bosas. Yeah, yeah. But they still produce. They're on the field still producing. Miles Garrett's the same. Miles Garrett's a beast, man. And these and these are the guys you expect from your number one, number two picks in the NFL draft. That's why we well, saw look at, about Jay Young, you know, because he wasn't you the. Talk, you the talked guy about like the Bosa's, and you talked about the work ethic of both Joey and Nick Bosa. Look at the Watts, JJ and TJ, unbelievable I mean, yeah. players. You know. It's it is it, talent only gets you so far. If then it's about mentality after that. Of course it is. Yeah, it's about really being is. a professional. This level, it's it's mentality because stuff. most of these guys are good enough to play. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be exceptional and utilize every every bit of skill set you've got, you've you've got to have the mentality to actually be able to produce that when the matters most. That's why the big players always produce the when you really need something. 
they pull out the bag. You know what I mean? That same a quarterback and the man just like you no know, edge rushes or whatever. That's that's with quarterbacks as well. When you really yeah. really need a big play, you pull out the bag when they have to, even when they're not playing well. That's that's that that that's where the class that class stays. You know what I mean? Class is permanent. You know, form so, temporary. Actually, then you're right. Class is per- yeah, exactly. Forms temporary. Class is permanent. Well done, scouts. I like that. Um, clockwork on on uh, Twitter. He's true commanders. He's asked us a question, and it kind of again seamless transition. You're doing this today, scouts. Seamless <laughs> transition. He says, "Do we keep some of the vets, or do we let them walk?" I mean. I don't want to let people walk, but we talked about this before. 26 players have got to go. Anyway. Um, to be fair, I mean, I think most of the vets are actually going to be on contract. Anyway. Yeah. And I, th- and I think some of them are on contract. Yeah. You can't, you can't get rid of Wiley. It's too expensive. Uh, Charles Leno, you probably can could, get rid of if you want to, if you want to save money against the cap, you're going to save yourself seven and a half million because he's due 15 million next year, but you're still eating eight and a half million in dead cap. Which is a lot of money, or do you just go well bollocks to it, or or do you go bollocks to it? I'll pay him fifteen million. No, not for me. I mean, I would rather save that seven and a half mil because ultimately that is that and a little bit more is probably your draft class paid for. So where where do you that way? Yeah, yeah. So where where uh, do you? Yeah, so so so, so from the vets. I mean, the vets who who are going to be here guaranteed really on their contracts is Terry. It's Alan. It's Payne, and Alan's probably going to get traded. Being honest, yeah, I am, and and I don't, I would not be no. surprised if Terry I, I, goes I as well. I definitely wouldn't be surprised. I mean, um, I think everybody's on the table. I think the only guys who probably won't be will be Payne because his contract is just too high. I think Brand a lot new. of guys start yeah. teams will go, no thanks. No, we'll wait next year when it's like half the price or whatever it is. You know, wait works on the cap. So. Uh, so-, so- Here's a que- here's a question for you then, mate. Um, who do you who do you say now? I mean, we 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 said before we went into the season we had a talented team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and how it's wrong clearly, were we, man? How yeah, wrong well, were we? And, and we know it's going to be pretty much full full rebuild. Who do you keep? We've had this question before, but who do you keep and build around on this team? I mean, is there anyone that you can actually hundred percent guarantee and say, you know what? Yeah, they they have to stay. Because I mean, Payne only because of the contract, as you said, is probably one. Mm-hmm. Terry and John I, Allen potentially I you've probably could got go. about five. I think you probably got yeah. about five guys that you can. I'm um, not. That's including like you know everybody that you know, each side of the ball. Sam yeah. Howe and B Rob probably, and that's about yeah. it. There would be so Sam Howe, B Rob. Um, me, I'll go Cam Curl personally. Um, I know, yeah, I, know, I would I know have. I'd still keep Tressway. Yeah, um, and and Terry. <laughs> Number five. See what I mean? So, so like, there's no one really else that'd say, no, you, oh, I'd love to keep this guy. This guy's got to stay. I mean, the other the guys draft are like, class, oh. though, you're going to have to probably keep most well, of that yeah, you're, not, you're not cutting the draft guys. So, no, so they're, they're cheap. Yeah. So they're going to be there anyway. No one's getting cut from that angle. It's always going to be the guys, as you mentioned, the guys on the, the last year, the contracts who are, who are going free agency. Yeah. It's going to be all them guys. And we might keep maybe, I reckon maybe three or four of them, but not like to build around, but just to have yeah. as bodies. Um, I can't, um, so who do we keep? They'd be my, they'd be my, my they would be my only five. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And everybody else can could technically go in my book. You know, even even guys who want longer contracts, if we can trade them, someone wants them, fair enough. Goodbye. Um, don't be surprised to see a a John Allen or as such leave in the uh, in the off season. I, I hope Terry. I hope I hope Terry doesn't go. But you know, it is it is what it is, and and I think a different. You know, offensive-minded co-head coach and offensive coordinator ever comes in, um, 
it or or if the if the head coach is going to play call as well, um, I think they could scheme up Terry in a better offense. I do think I, th- I think it's going to be a very important conversation. Um, the new GM, new head coach oh, yeah. slash OC is going to be with Terry because if I'm Terry, you know, he's in the prime of his career now. He's like 27, 28. And he knows he's got two to three years left at the highest level. He knows yeah. that. Anything longer than that, you're doing really well after 31, 32 in the NFL as a wide receiver. Um, so he knows that he's got his, his, his windows closing. On, on can he actually win anything? Can he actually go deep in the playoffs at the moment? He's had he's had one playoff performance and he got beat. So mm. um you no know, every player comes to the NFL to one get paid, two to win. Simple yeah. as that. That's what it's about. So um he's got paid, now he wants to win. It's as simple as that. So um so it all it, it's all about but the GM, this initial conversation, but they're going to have a tail when you all get in place in power because if it's like, look, man, you are our number one guy. We are really going to scheme you. We've got all these ideas for you, blah, blah, blah. And, and he seems excited by it, but then I think he stays. I think if it's a case of, well, you know, you're just another guy, you're just another guy we've got, well, then like, you probably want to trade. Let's, let's be real. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. That's why it's so important we get the GM right. So important. More than anything else, the head coach. Agree. More than everything, you must get the right GM. Well, that's about that. About does us, Scouts. To be fair, thank you for uh, Simon for Commander Viscount, Clockwork, Tim, all sending questions in. Really appreciate it. You are the lifeblood of this uh, podcast, or else it'd just be me and Scouts talking rubbish for just over a, probably an hour and a, twenty minutes ish there or thereabouts. Um, last thing, then predictions. What are you going to go for? Score prediction, Scouts. Thirty-four, fourteen to them. Thirty-four. 14. I've gone 26 14. So yeah, not far off. Um, but I don't think we hit the 30 mark this 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 week. I don't know why. I'm just just gonna hopefully put it out there, but we'll see. They're fine. Well, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know what you're I'm saying. I'm on the very DC. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's DC. Hit the over if you're betting. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, whatever but, it is, hit the over. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next Thursday for another therapy Thursday. Um, thanks for being with us. Really appreciate you. Uh all the numbers again going through the roof. We just keep doing this. Can't believe it's 55 episodes. Scouts, it's mental, isn't it? That we've just been rolling with this for over a year now. It's gone so fast. But yeah, that about does us. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.